Hello, and thank you for listening to the Hope Relentless Marriage Podcast, where we talk about all things marriage. We're honored to spend some time with you and well done on investing in your relationship. It matters. Our goal is to encourage and equip you in your incredible adventure of marriage, whether you're in a low place or a high place. This is for us, those courageous enough to believe we can actually change the world, one marriage at a time, starting with our own. Please connect with us on our website, hoperelentless.com. And remember, there's always, always hope. Hello, and thank you for joining us. Chad and Sarah Gale here with Hope Relentless Marriage, and well done on changing the world. I know I say it all the time, but I'm truly hoping that you will start to believe it because when you resource your marriage, you are a part of a positive ripple effect because when you apply the things you're learning, your marriage is impacting your family. And then families impact communities and communities impact the world. So well done. That's right, World Changers. It is great to be with you on today's podcast. And today we're talking about the importance of making deposits or contributions into our relationship, being intentional and doing things that specifically are meaningful to our spouse. And the reality is when we make deposits, it creates a better atmosphere for communication. When we have an argument, but our cup is full, then we won't hit as quite of a low in the midst of that conflict. It's important that we understand the importance of these deposits and kind of creating margin in our relationship so that when there is conflict, we can have these important and meaningful conversations, but still stay focused on the health of our marriage and our relationship. What are your thoughts on this, babe, as as we work with couples so consistently on this idea? Yeah, it's crucial. And I like how you said connection, because a lot of times I talk about communication, how it sets the atmosphere for good communication, but communication is connection. And yeah. so it's all the same. And you'll you'll hear us throughout this podcast kind of go back and forth with deposits and filling the cup. And so what we mean by filling the cup is just if you can visualize an actual cup and visualize a cup that's full of water. And that is because we have deposited goodness in it that actually fills it. It fills the cup. Whereas when we have a cup that is, does not have a lot of water in it, you know, and we, there's so many analogies when it comes to this, right? So you kind of think of it as the emotional, like piggy bank, if you will. So it's like, if you have a cup that does not have a lot of water in it, there's three different analogies right there. So I hope you're, I hope you're tracking. Um, then when there is something like an argument or disagreement, then it almost like if you imagine you start with a full cup and every time there's an argument, disagreement, that cup goes down right? Because more things are taken out with that argument, then it can get to a point where you, your argument happens and there, haven't, there hasn't been enough investment or deposits. So then you have no reserve. And that's where a lot of us find ourselves when we're talking with one another. We haven't taken the time to intentional, intentionally deposit good things. And, we'll, and I'll, I'll pass it to you in a moment, Chad, and you can kind of tell us more what these good things are that we can deposit. But we haven't taken the time to fill that cup or deposit good things. And so when something happens that's not good, we go catastrophic. And I'm sure you listening, perhaps if you've, if you're, you know, struggling in communication and with conflict, I'm sure it's come out where it's like, maybe we should just throw in the towel. Maybe this just isn't working. 
And so something to be mindful of is when we get to that point, a lot of times it's because the atmosphere we've created around communication, around connection is not full. It's not, that cup is not full. We're, we're operating on empty. Yeah. And, and I think to highlight the importance of this even further is, you know, you mentioned that couples maybe are thrown in the towel or they're talking about divorce and it's, they've lost hope. They're mm -hmm. seeing the same hurtful pattern around conflict and they don't see anything changing. Mm -hmm. What's been interesting is when working with couples, you know, uh, you know, our program, we look at both the deposits and how to do that in a significant way. And we'll spend the second half of this podcast breaking that down a little bit more. And then we spend time around conflict and teaching couples how to manage conflict better. But what's been fascinating for me is how many couples, before they really even get different conflict tools and begin using them, when they go back to making deposits, all of a sudden, it's already a drastic change in their relationship. And I think one of the key things around deposits is this idea that we focus on contributing more than receiving. And mm -hmm. so sometimes couples are kind of standing in the corner with their arms crossed thinking, well, if you take a step towards me, I'll take a step towards you. And then it's just this classic standoff. Instead, this idea that if we both focus on contributing to the relationship, making meaningful deposits into our significant other, then that'll get reciprocated, but we don't do it in a transactional dynamic. We do mm -hmm. it because healthy relationships need continual deposits. And so it's like, right. well, I want a healthy relationship. What can I do to contribute to that? And that's making these deposits. And there's so many couples I've worked with that even in the midst of not really feeling like it, they start making those deposits. And over the days and weeks, they notice a significant difference. And so, and that plays directly into our ability as a couple to manage conflict in a healthy way that moves us forward. But that is a, a topic for another podcast. We want to focus on what are some meaningful deposits that we can make? So what are some of those things, babe, that are some meaningful deposits? What does that look like on a practical level? Okay. So yeah, deposits can also be thought of as kind of like love languages. Many of us have heard of Gary Chapman's five love languages. And uh, there's things like, let me see if I can remember them top of mind. This is a test test. So there's uh, physical touch, acts of service, words of affirmation, quality time, and gifts. Yeah. I got it. I got well it. Done. All right. So those are called the five languages, love languages. And the thought behind that concept is, first of all, figure out what are your love languages. And that requires some reflection. He offers a test to figure out, okay, how do you like to receive love is really what that is. Like, do you like people to do acts of services, service towards you? Do you like people just to tell you you're awesome? So like words of affirmation, how do you personally like to receive love? But even more important is, how does your, not even more important, I won't say that because you matter, you matter as an individual. Yeah. But in addition, we want to know how does our spouse like to be loved? How do they receive love? And the reason this whole concept was just amazing and really world changing, I would say, is because a lot of times when we show love, we show love in the way that we want to be loved. So for yeah. example, I like gifts. So early on in marriage, 
I'm trying to give Chad gifts and he's not all excited like I would think he would be. And come to find out, he could care less about gifts. He just wants me to tell him he's amazing. He's awesome. He's so incredibly good looking. He just wants the words of affirmation. And so I learned really quick. Not I don't know if it's quickly. I might have been a slow study. <laughs> but I learned eventually that I need to love him in the way he wants to be loved and not how I think or how I want to be loved. And this is interesting because it's very much how communication works. Because we'll find in communication, since the goal of communication is connecting, it's not about me just going to him and saying what I want, how I want, when I want. It's about me pausing and understanding, okay, this is where I'm coming from, but who am I about to talk to? How do they receive language? How do they receive what I might say? And then it's adjusting to that regard. So I know I'm rambling a little bit here, but I want to get I want to get to this other part. So five love languages is one way to kind of think of deposits, you know, um, words of affirmation. That would be a deposit. That would be filling that cup. If I say something that's that's positive to Chad, that would be acts of service, for example. But what we're talking about with the filling the cup more specifically and the deposits is more individualized things that we can do. So. In one regards, if, if I say that my, my, you can fill my cup by one of the five languages being acts of service, for example, then we want to go even deeper and we want to know, okay, mm -hmm. what specifically when it comes to acts of service? And so it'd be something like, oh, emptying the dishwasher, that fills my cup. That's a deposit. Okay, great. That's, we can work with that. So that even gets more specific. And sometimes it's different than the five love languages. It's whatever your spouse would like that helps them to feel loved and helps them to fill their cup. So it could go beyond just the five love languages. Yeah, I love this session. When I do this counseling session with couples, a lot of times as couples, we kind of stop at the surface. And so even the five love languages, I love that book and how it helps organize ways to make meaningful deposits. But I think what you're even talking about is don't just stop at the category of gifts mm -hmm. or stop at the category of acts of service. Drill down deeper layers to better understand what acts of service are meaningful, what types of words of affirmation are meaningful, what type of quality time. And I think that can be a powerful you know, conversation with mm -hmm. your spouse is to really identify specific details. You know, sometimes with couples, every now and then somebody will bring up the idea, well, if I give them the answer, it doesn't count. And it's kind of like, well, really? Like there's kind of a dynamic where we've lost sight of what I consider assertive communication yeah. of creating easy targets for yep. our spouse to hit. Yep. And so is it really more meaningful if I just do what you told me to do, or if we kind of talk about the context of what's meaningful for each other so that we can establish easy wins. Mm -hmm. A lot of times couples will kind of bring up this idea of, um, you know, we used to do this all the time when we were dating, right? And I think it highlights that when we were dating, a lot of times when couples are dating, a significant percentage of the relationship was around connection. It was dates. It was getting to know each other. It might be going for walks. It was whatever that looked like. And so part of it is getting back to that. Now, when you're married and if you're married with kids, you have significantly more responsibilities in the day to day mm -hmm. than you did when you were dating. But this is where that connection and why 
these deposits are so important. But don't just think of this idea at the at the surface level. Like, get down into the nitty gritty and really have an understanding, and and share with each other what make meaningful deposits, and then go about doing those. Start daily demonstrating some of these deposits in meaningful ways, and time and time again. Um, when working with couples, I see this make like it almost transforms the relationship mm-hmm. right before yeah, you even sure. get to the conflict. And that's what makes like getting help in your marriage so powerful. You get the connection and better ways to do that. And then you get better tools for conflict. And it like it just totally transforms the way that you interact and it restores that hope. It restores that passion. It restores that excitement. Look, relationships should be fun. And so this is the part of connecting and making deposits that should be meaningful, but also should be kind of naturally fun for us to do. Yeah. So I want to encourage you to plan a time and talk with your spouse about what would fill their cup, what would be a deposit for them that they would really appreciate. And then also, you know, if you're going to have this conversation, you probably want to spend some time in self-reflection and figure out, okay, what would you like? What actually fills your cup? Because a lot of times we can walk around discontent, but we haven't communicated. Like Chad said, we haven't been assertive as to what are we even looking for? Like what, what would be a win for us? Because if we don't know, our spouse certainly doesn't know. And so that reflection time is crucial. And so when you, when you sit down together, you know, find out, okay, what fills the other person's cup? And then I want you to really take ownership of what your spouse says, you know? So if they say, oh, emptying the dishwasher, this, this, um, saying you love me, give me a kiss, this fills my cup then I almost want you to get obsessive about it where it's, you know, write, write a list all over, you know, wherever you inhabit, like in the kitchen, put it on the refrigerator, put it on your office desk. So you can remember, you know, when you go from place to place in your car and it will just be a list of little things where it's like, you know, like for Chad, it'd be appreciation. It would be touch him because <laughs> he yeah. likes physical touch, you know, and it would be specific things that he has told me where I can remind myself because we forget is the reality. And so we have to be diligent to remember and remind ourselves. And then the other thing I just want to address is the heart posture of this, because sometimes we get into this place where it's like, well, we went through these exercises. I told you that this is what I wanted. You didn't do it. So I'm not doing it. And there's this transactional relationship thing that we've talked about in the past. And so the heart posture of this is just, hey, we have an opportunity to kind of know the keys to our spouse's heart. And so it almost is like a cheat sheet for us because if I don't do anything else for my spouse, I know I can do these things on this list and they are going to be very satisfied. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think that ties in sometimes just to the vulnerability of a relationship. Mm -hmm. But I think what we see time and time again in healthy relationships, both people take that vulnerable step of contributing without a guarantee or without the ability to control if their spouse returns it. Mm -hmm. But we see time and time again that when one person consistently takes that step, it starts to get reciprocated. And then both people are just enjoying this marriage, this relationship that that isn't perfect. That's not what we're looking for, but that they enjoy being a part of. And those deposits are so key and so crucial. And um, 
You know, I think this, one of the things that couples could look at is the love languages, what's meaningful. Another practical one that I have couples talk about in counseling sessions is they just share what are meaningful hellos and goodbyes. It's something that happens multiple times a day. That can be a practical way that if you actually talk about it, we can make meaningful deposits in these daily interactions. And I think it's the daily intentional practice mm -hmm. of these things at what is what makes the difference in the long term. Sometimes we want to plan these, these extravagant vacations. And look, those are amazing. But if you go on a vacation once a year and you ignore your spouse the rest of the year, there's going to be um, there's going to be lack in the amount of connection. And so it's not an either or. And a lot of these, it's both. But start with the daily action. Start building that intentional, meaningful, specific contributions into each other's cup and watch how it begins to transform your relationship. All right. So the last thing I'll just say on that is just check in with each other because sometimes it changes, right? So yeah. it's important because when seasons change, you have a child, you move states, it, it might change what fills your spouse's cup. And so check in and ask, ask the question. Anything else before we go into appreciation time? Nope. Okay. So if you don't know, you're about to know. Appreciation time has a jingle, which I will sing in a moment, but appreciation is so crucial in the lifeline of a relationship. It's a deposit that I think we all need. And so appreciation is just daily trying to find something specific that you can encourage your spouse on, spouse in, appreciate them for. And so we want to model this right now, just so you can get a feel and then hopefully you can start to apply it yourself. So here's the jingle. Appreciation time, appreciation time. <laughs> I do this to see his face. I think many of you watching, because it's a podcast, also can't see his face. <laughs> I just kind of like how his face looks like, oh my gosh. But anyway, appreciation time. Chad David, I appreciate your smile. <laughs> I appreciate your smile because it has this kind of curvature to it. And it's so cute and like boyish. Sometimes I've said that he has Batman lips. Like if you guys watch Batman and you see Batman with his mask and you just see his lips, I'm like, those are Chad David's lips. So I appreciate your smile. I, I feel like I'm potentially being bullied on a podcast slash YouTube video, but um, thank no. you for appreciating my smile. Uh, one of the things I appreciate about you is each year for, I don't know how far back, you make family calendars uh, for the new year. And one of our calendars showed up for 2024. And I just love getting to look through the pictures. And it reminds me of something else I appreciate. And that is the consistency in which you try to capture a photo when we're doing things either together or as a family. And I know the boys and I give resistance on the photos, but when we get the calendar, it's fun to see some of the experiences and memories that we had. So thank you for doing that. Thank you for noticing. All right. Well, I lost track of what's happening. I just really soaked up that appreciation. I think we're ending. Yeah, yeah we're ending. All right. Well, we appreciate you joining us and hopefully you got something that you can apply and start to grow in. And I want you to remember no matter where you're at in your marriage, whether that's a low place or a high place, I want you to know that there's always, always hope.